Hi, my name is Daniel. Hi, my name is Alisa. Hi, my name is Diana. And we are here in Sydney, Australia, and we are studying abroad with our university. And we each had to do have a research question and research various topics that have to do with marginalized groups. My research question has to do with mental illness, specifically in the Aboriginal community, and how their mental state is being affected with everything that they've gone through and everything they're going through right now. And my research question is, how is racism affecting the Aboriginal Indigenous communities? And I'm here just studying to see what they go through and what can be done to help them. And then my research question is, how do the political policies um, here in Australia affect the LGBTQ plus community? Um, so we arrived in Sydney on May 12th, and that day we basically had orientation where we met Roger, who was our tour guide, our super awesome tour guide. We love Roger. Shout out to Roger. And we also have another, um, like, tour guide, You, I guess you could say. His name's Callum. And these two people are basically going to be guiding us through our journey here studying abroad. And so... For the first day or two, we did a lot of sightseeing. We got a feel of the city where we're staying at. We had the boat cruise. We had the boat cruise, the welcome dinner, and basically just to see what's around. So we'll be good for the next three weeks. The first thing, the first lecture lecture that we had was with James, which was the Aboriginal Heritage Dreamtime walking tour. And that was the first exposure we all got to, we all got from the Aboriginal community. He talked about how they believed the earth was created with Mother Earth and the Father, which was the Son. And he also talked about different type of plants that they used back in the time for water or for nutrition. And he also mentioned a thing called totems. And totems are very special to them because it helps them, it represents respect and teaching responsibilities throughout their lives so they get totems throughout, throughout their lifetimes. And one thing that James said that was very interesting was when I asked him about the asked him about the opera house because he said that it was built on top of sacred land. And when I told him if it was signed as a respect to the original community, he said it was. And that. He said it was, and that I asked him if they were they were getting any contribution from the actual profits that Opera House was getting, and he said they wasn't. That was one of the first things we did. And after that, a couple hours later, we went in sightseeing tour by Damien on a bus. And not to bring race into it, but Damien is a white Australian. And when we asked him his opinion on racism or any discrimination against Aboriginal people or anyone in general in, in Australia, he said that there was no problem with racism and there was he didn't see it. He thought that it was a very open community. But as throughout throughout the days went by and throughout all the lectures we saw this week, we realized that that's not the case. He probably said that because racism is not affecting anyone he knows personally or anyone he sees it, but he doesn't see the people of color in the original community actual faces these racisms. And also that same week towards the end, we went to the Wallatuka Institute and I really like this one because it really did tie into my research. So at the Wallet Tuka Institute, we had a tour of the University of Newcastle and the Institute, what it does is it provides education for indigenous Australian students. 
and it has embedded indigenous education into programs offered at that university. And I personally feel that what the institute institution is doing is great because many indigenous Australians at some point have faced challenges such as discrimination. And that's what my research question is about. And so I found it very interesting because what our tour guide was telling us is that racism is kind of, um, it is an issue here. And just like Diana was saying earlier, our tour guide said it wasn't an issue, the one that was white. And so I guess it's just interesting that we're getting to see these different viewpoints of like the white people and the indigenous community. Because even the other university we were with that day, they were telling us how that they do have a couple of students, a group of color, and they do feel that sometimes people like look at them. And even though that might not be like racism, clearly, I guess it's just the uncomfortableness that you do notice it, that some people are like out there, I guess you could say judging. And so um, our tour guide that day, his name was Raymond. And he told us at one point he felt that he wished he was white because he felt he was like unworthy, I guess, and not good enough. And so that just shows us how racism has been going on for a while and it still is continuing since these students still feel that it's being shown here in Sydney. So, um, like from the whole week, I would say one thing that did pertain to my research and I actually found this by accident and when I present my PowerPoint presentation to my classmates, like I will go over this one is um, at the Walatuka Institute. I hope I'm saying that word right. Um, when we were having lunch and stuff, they kind of had like kind of like a small kitchen with like cabinets and stuff. And there was a sign there that said that they didn't tolerate homophobia. And I thought that that was really interesting. And I actually admired them a lot for it because one of my resources that I found when I was researching um, talked about a student from Indonesia. So that's a uh, dominantly uh, Muslim country. In Indonesia, he didn't feel comfortable being out and he felt like outcasted from like his family and friends. But when he was here in Australia, in Sydney, he felt very welcomed in the indigenous community and he felt accepted um, and that they enjoyed his presence for who he was. So I thought that seeing that sign and stuff, I that pertained to my research because it showed that they were very welcoming and accepting of different uh, populations. Yeah. And pertaining to my research question was just mental illness. One of the interesting things that I got out of the first week was the uh, opera house and how indigenous people view the opera house and how it affects their mental states and how uh, James had said that he did sometimes feel like he, he was still seen as a quote-unquote pest and like people were trying to breed them out even when the last generation things happened. So they still have from the trauma they experience is still their mental state is still being very affected by it and when damien had said that there was no racism it also took me to it took me it took me back because like when i see james and i see raymond talk about all of these issues and saying how they feel and like how daniel said that how he wished he was white so he wouldn't be facing these these struggles and these problems it broke my heart and like you can definitely see the mental state that in the indigenous community in in Pacific feel when they're younger. Like you can they can feel the difference and the tension between the white Australians and the Aboriginal community. So, um, so oh. yeah. Uh, like one thing else that I thought was interesting was that um 
One thing else that I that I thought that was super interesting was how they don't feel that they're represented fairly in like textbooks, like educational textbooks, etc. And I think that's like super sad and it just makes us further realize that whenever we're reading a history textbook, it's important to understand who's writing it and the biases that they may have. Okay, another thing, just talk about the opera house because we did go see a performance. I found it very interesting that everywhere we go, they acknowledge the ghetto people, at least in this central area, because that was their sacred land. So, like, so they started with something like, oh, we want to, before we start, we want to say... That we we're wanna, all, like, on Aboriginal uh, yeah, land. And respect the past, future, and present elders. Mm-hmm. But in, in the opera house, you, they, they sounded like they weren't being actually sincere. They were actually just like, oh, we have to say it because we have to say it. It didn't feel like an actual sincerity to the words. And throughout the couple of days and the next week's lectures that we, we saw and we found, we I realized that, yeah, a lot of people just say it to say it and they don't actually mean these things, which they should because it was their land first. So that concludes our, our first, first podcast. podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it makes sense. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank Bye. you and have an awesome day. See you next time.